and break that into quarters into four right we have four quarters in a year and then those quarters break them down into actionable steps right because what you begin to develop then is an actual plan my name is jose moreno on this podcast we discuss current and future trends in the electrical industry welcome to the life of an electrical contractor What's up, guys? On this podcast, we discuss real-life experiences within the electrical construction industry. Welcome to the life of a co-contractor. All right, guys. What I wanted to discuss today is fourth quarter. So, obviously, it's October. It's the start of the fourth quarter. And what does this mean to you? Well, I'm actually going to tell you what it means to me, hopefully, so I can either remind you what it what it used to mean to you or what it actually means. And then also if you had no idea really what to do in the fourth quarter other than just finishing the year, um, there's a lot more things to it. Um, I know it's the easiest things to say, well, it's October, November, December, right? It's the last three months of the year. Uh, finish strong, right? Uh, let's, let's close out the year. And as important as those things are, there's, there's something more to it. And that's kind of like what I want to get into it, right? That's exactly what I want to remind everybody. And and I actually did something like this last year. Um, and that's what I wanted to get into, right? So so last year, I started with, like everyone else, right? I used to make uh, yearly goals, right? And around this time, we'd probably be celebrating them. Uh, more realistic, we'd probably be wondering what happened, right? What happened? Uh, why, why are we not at the number that we said we were going to be or, or not even looking at it? I mean, you're just literally trying to, trying to make things work, right? Uh, because we know the end of the year is coming. We know what's going to, what, what, what's going to, what it's going to mean. And more importantly, we're, we're not, we're not focusing on, we're, we're actually we're not even looking at what actually happened throughout the year. We we don't even know how we got to this point. And what's worse is we know that the end, the end of the year is coming and January is going to roll around and we're going to start all over again. And that's if you if you don't see the pattern there, that's literally something that we go through every year. As as everyone knows, January everybody creates what? They create the the new year uh, the new year resolutions, right? And most of everyone's New Year's resolutions is always what to uh, go to the gym, work out, right? All these things, and and by February, by March, it's done, right? It's over. But what if your New Year's resolution started now, right? What if it would actually start now? And that's what I want to talk about, you know. I used to, when people used to ask me, how's, how's the year going, right? How, how was the year, you know, around this time? I'd say, oh, not bad, you know, not bad. Things are going well, you know, not bad. And I, and I started realizing, what the fuck does not bad mean, you know? And I really had to get real with myself as far as what, what is not bad, you know? I mean, it's, I guess is not bad. It's, I guess it's not good or it's not terrible, what does it really mean and how does it coincide with my original goals at the beginning of the year right and once again back to that pattern that we all run of new year's resolutions right so what i wanted to bring back up is is something we started 
last year, right around this time. So last year, right around this time, we implemented some new strategies. Um, and I believe we did speak about it in an episode last year about how to, how to end the year, how to close the year. And these strategies or strategy, I should say, I picked up from, from one of our business coaches, right? And remember, step one is being able to be real with yourself and say that I don't know how to do something. Because the minute you can say, I don't know how to do something, you actually create space to be able to learn something. And then hopefully you can connect to someone that is willing to teach something, that is willing to share something. Because there is many of us out there that are looking to learn as well as show somebody what we've learned, right? That's, that's basically what I'm doing here, right? That's what I'm on here. I'm, I'm trying to show you where perhaps I didn't know, which not perhaps where I didn't know and where I learned and how I did it so that hopefully you can use that in your own life, um, which is around most likely the construction industry, which is probably why you're watching this, right? Because you're probably saying, uh, I don't know what to do. Nobody has my problems, right? I, I, nobody has the same problem as I need to find this or I need to close that or I can't get employees and I can't get all that. Oh, listen, every industry has it, but I, I understand it's a little different in our industry because, well, it's we're the ones in it. We know what's happening and you have no clue about what's happening in my business. But at the end of the day, there's people out there that that things, they, they it's business. So it does coincide. Step one is just being able to be real and say, I don't know, and ask for help, right? Because there's definitely, there's definitely help out there, right? So back to the strategy, you know, you know, I, I, I actually, I paid a lot of money for this strategy and it kind of was weird because the strategy was basically planning <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that, that's a... I don't know, man. Like, I just paid a lot of money for you to tell me to plan. I mean, we if you're in business and you've been in business for, a, you know, a couple years, a couple decades, you know you got to plan, right? I mean, shit, we're in construction. What do we we build, right? Um, and we build off of what? Off of plans, off of blueprints, right? So I just paid a lot of money for you to tell me I have to plan? As we got deeper into it, as we got wider into it, one of the key components was to, especially with yearly goals, right, is to plan a quarter ahead. The idea, the concept we got was start planning your Q1 and Q4. Because Q1 is gonna show up, right? It's gonna turn January 1 and what's gonna happen? Everybody's gonna be sipping the champagne. Everybody's gonna be celebrating the previous year, good or bad, they'll be celebrating it because you know what? It's the new year's, yay, right? And then January 3rd, January 4th, whatever day you get back to work, shit, what am I gonna do today? Oh, I gotta do the same thing I was doing last week. And it just continues, right? And then that goal that perhaps maybe you had, how, how important is it? Because you're not really, you didn't really plan anything around it. You're not setting anything up around it. And worse, you're probably not even communicating it to your team about it, right? So setting up Q1 and Q4. So for me, it was like, well, I've, I've never done that before. And it took some, some real hard questions, right? What do I want, right? which is like everything, right? For you to figure out where you want to go or what you want to do, you need to get clear on what you want, right? And one of the main things that came out of these trainings was that 
we can't control the market. And I'm going to re I'm I'm going to I'm going to repeat that. You can't control the market. And right now this is going to be extremely important for what we're entering. You can't control the market. But you can learn to work with what you have and then influence the market you serve. Because the market will still be there. You just can't control it and you can't you can't stop it from raining and you can't stop it from snowing and you can't stop a hurricane from showing up, right? But if you can learn to work with what you actually have and then be able to influence the market you actually serve, boom, that you begin to discover the value that you can deliver. And I'm going to tell you something. Value will never go out of style. And value will, ever, will, always, have, will always have a dollar amount that is necessary for you to receive and people are going to be willing to pay you to deliver that value. So why am I even telling you this stuff? One is because we implemented this last year and I'm going to tell you right now, we grew a hundred percent this year, 100%. I know. Sounds crazy. I didn't even believe it at the time, but we did. And I'm not here trying to like tout myself. Oh, I'm this guy and all this. No, no, no. A lot of, let me tell you, in the midst of this 100%, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of confusion, and a lot of what ifs have shown up. But I haven't shied away from it. And one of the main reasons is because we set up these plans. And the other part is as much as important as the yearly goal was when we began to break them into quarterly goals, not only were they, I don't want to say easier to achieve, but they were easier to explain, easier to look at, easier to strategize around it. So that's, that's step two, right? Is to not just work a quarter ahead, plan a, you know, plan your year ahead, right? But then break that into quarters, into four, right? We have four quarters in a year. And then those quarters break them down into actionable steps, right? Because what you begin to develop then is an actual plan. And what this actual plan for me was able to do was it brought me certainty. It brought me clarity and it brought me confidence, which then I was able to take these things and deliver it to the market that we serve. I'm not sure if that makes sense to you, but in what we're about to enter, you're going to need all these things because, see, your customer, your market is going to gravitate towards you. Why? Because you're the one who's going to, quote unquote, perhaps have the answer for them, be able to tell them that you've been there before, be able to tell them how you're going to get past this. How they can get past this. And this is why they will buy from you. See, it's real hard to be certain, to be clear, and to be confident when you don't have a plan. I know, man. 
I know. I've been there. And I'm there, you know, I'm there probably every week. Because as much as I tell you I plan, there's days that my plan doesn't go, doesn't go exactly the way. And all of a sudden I kind of go off rails. But because I've been doing this, I've been doing this repeatedly. I'm, 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 I'm taking this. This is my life. I'm able to see where perhaps, oh, crap, I'm, I'm, I'm going off, off my plan, right? I, I need to get back on it because I, one, because my plan gives me results. I see it, you know? Now, it may not always be the results I wanted, but it gives me a result. And when it gives me a result, I can then do what? I can adapt. I can adjust to it. Like, if it's not giving me what I, what I expected, then I need to ask the question, why not? Why isn't this doing? Oh, well, it's because of this. Okay, well, you know what? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Now I get to find out what I didn't know. Create a new step in my plan. Create certainty again, right? Create clarity again. Create confidence, right? Why are these things important? Because most likely what you want to do is you want to scale, right? You want to grow. You want, you, you want to grow your business. Even if it's just a one-man shop or it's a 50-man shop, I'm sure you want to grow. Now, growing doesn't necessarily mean more revenue or more of these things or more buildings or more of that. Maybe it just means grow as a person, grow as a, a businessman, grow as a leader of your community, right? How can you do that? How can you scale without having certainty, clarity, and confidence? And how can, you how can you have those three things when you don't know where you're going, when you're not planning, right? So take this fourth quarter. We're, we're right, right now. It just started. Take this fourth quarter and look at the areas of your business that you have real opportunity, your value proposition, right? And I get it. Everybody says value proposition, but really value. What, 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 what makes you, your company, so good? What, what are your customers saying about you, right? That, that's that value, right? That oomph, right? You know, you go buy a bagel. The bagel's probably the same at every store except that one. Oh, my God, that bagel, it's always warm. It's got the nice little this. It's got the nice little that. Or the coffee here or the steak there. I mean, realistically, you're going to get a tomahawk steak at XYZ. For the most part, they're all delicious. But that one place, man, the way they deliver it, hmm, you know, it's just, it's that extra oomph, right? And That's what I'm talking about. You know, where's your oomph? And as you discover it, you can begin to maximize it. You can begin to offer it even more. You might be offering it without you even knowing. And what if by me telling you this, you can now get clear on it, right? Get more certain on it and get more confident about it so then you can deliver it. Two is your customer base. You have a customer base. Why go reinvent the wheel? I get it. We all want to get more customers. We all want to attract more market share. We all want to do these things, right? But at the same time, you can't forget your customer base. And I'm not talking about the necessarily the needy ones, the ones that just, you know, that perhaps 
perhaps you scaled out of them. Perhaps you're no longer a good fit for them and for, for both for you and them, okay? Because perhaps what you're able to deliver today is not what they want. And it's not fair for you to keep them as a customer either because you can't deliver what they want either. And you have to get clear about that, okay? You got to get real with it. But there's customers in your base right now that perhaps want to buy more if they were clear, if they were certain, and if they were confident about what you were selling. And the third one is team. Listen, you have a team. And I can make many episodes about teams because one of the things that has happened this year is that in my planning, the one thing I didn't plan was to have team members move on. But the reason it's important to look at your team and plan around it and plan the concepts and the team and the and the specifics that you need in your team as well as the ones you already have and, and, and build around specific areas that you have, right? Again, certainty, clarity, you know, confidence. It's because you can't do this alone. You can't do this alone. I'm not here by myself right now. I know you only see me, and if you've been watching these episodes, it looks like it's just me, but it's not just me. There's someone else here, and then there's someone else that takes all this info and kind of puts it together, and then it just continues. It's a team effort, right? Our jobs, you know, we have an estimating team that puts together the, the bid. Then we have myself or a salesman goes out and tries to inform the client of what does this actual bid mean? Or perhaps what services can we give them, provide to them that they are in need of, right? And then, of course, we have an actual team that's going to come and do the work. I know that we all want to do everything ourselves, but it's not physically possible to do everything yourself. And like, just like being able to say, I don't know how to do something, being able to say that I can't do everything is too a win. And it will give you that certainty. It will give you that clarity. And it will give you that confidence to scale and grow your business. So being able to create a plan of action around these items now in Q4 are going to help you adjust and adapt to the winds of change that are definitely coming. The winds of change are definitely coming and you will need to adapt and adjust very quickly. But the plan must be clear. You must be certain. You must be clear and you must be confident of what exactly is it you're looking to do. So I hope what you're taking out of this, 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 uh, this segment is to take some time. Take some time and review your notes about perhaps what you wanted to do this year and perhaps what didn't happen. Perhaps of what did happen, your wins, your losses, and create a plan of what you're looking to do next year. But don't necessarily make the plan for the whole year. Bring it to Q1. Set it up now. Communicate it now. Work on it now 
So then when January 1 comes, guess what? You already are running while everybody is still what? Hungover, trying to get past the, uh, um, the holidays are over. Like, oh, uh, you're, you're, dude, you're running. You already running. Wind's already shifted and you already got your sail set. The other guy is not even on the boat yet. Take this. Use it. I'm not telling you because I just want to come up here and talk for 30 minutes. I'm telling you this because this is what I did. And I'm telling you because this is what I never used to do. And I finally did it and I saw a significant difference. So, as always, thank you for listening. If any of this info you find valuable, hit the subscribe button. And always remember that if you know somebody that needs to hear this, share it with them. Feel free to comment below. And as always, catch you in the next one.